0: are live hello welcome to the sisterhood of mommy imperfect i'm Rena the annabelle aka mommy imperfect and if you haven't listened to the podcast before this is the podcast where you get your weekly dose of girl chat each and every week i explore different aspects of womanhood with the help of my wonderful guests of course so this episode is all about aging like a boss Positive aging. Now, you may have heard that term, but probably not because it is not used that often. In fact, it's an alien concept to some people. Women are bombarded every day with so many messages about being young, looking young to feel relevant and valuable. And there is a whole industry built on our insecurity about aging. And whilst we want to look good and we want to feel good, why is it that we fear getting older so much so we are going to discuss that and the pros and cons of getting older and body positivity but first let me introduce my guest for this episode she is a body confidence coach she's in her 50s and is as confident and as fabulous as ever and helps other women to feel the same it's Mina Kumari hello Hi, Rina. How are you? I'm very good. Can I just first of all say that I I love your name because obviously that is you know the same name as the the very iconic Bollywood. the Bollywood <laughs> iconic Mira Kumari. Yeah, so yeah. that is very nice. <laughs> so um, Mina, to be honest with you, um, I am doing this episode because it's my birthday this week, and so I'm getting another year older, approaching my mid forties, and I, around the time of my birthday, I always see I always end up doing an episode about. Women and aging, because I just think you know it's it's on obviously on my mind, and then it's like we don't talk about it enough. So I thought, you know what? Let me let me yeah let's let's just talk about this. But what I want to ask you first is: Is there a time where you found yourself freaking out about getting older?
1: I think probably the forties. I don't know why. I don't know if the, when I hit the forties, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting old. But that was just literally a split second. Mm. But I just embraced it. You know what? I've seen women age really, really well. And I'm like, do you know Bollywood again? We start looking at Bollywood. Mother of is my little icon. And I'm like, look at her bossing it, right? Yeah. And I'm like, do you know what? it's in your mindset. I've always kind of worked on a lot of mindset, but even before I became a coach. And I always thought, you know what? We're all going to get old. Why not just embrace it? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's how I, I kind of worked on it, thinking, yes, there's going to be pros and cons to getting older, definitely, but... We are who we are. And it's one of those things, it's going to happen naturally. So you I kind of just it. embraced it,
0: really. Yeah, because otherwise, there's there's a many years of feeling quite shit about yourself, isn't there?
1: Oh, well, <laughs> look, don't... it's not we, even us feeling shit about ourselves. It's the society making us feel shit about ourselves. Yeah. And that's what it is. Visually, you listen to things and it's all about, you know, what. Well, can't get old. You've got to slap this on, slap that on, tuck this, tuck that. And
0: you don't um I actually read this this um comment on social media the other day so I think um a younger woman had put some tweet out saying something like oh you know we just we get better as we age women do and our best years are to come and then you know an older woman said oh I'm sorry but that's sadly not the case and because we're not um and and we're not we're not um attractive to men anymore as we age because number one we're not fertile as we get older and number two exactly. apparently we're not deemed beautiful because we're not youthful and i thought that you know i don't know oh. that's such a horrible way to look at it isn't it it really is i mean
1: it really depends what's happened in her life don't forget it's everybody's perception of how their life yeah. is and how they've lived it <coughs> you know if they've if they've not been confident all their life or some something's been they've been downtrodden i hate to use that word but it is they've just been beaten about a bit about life They've just become disgruntled. That's what they're going to portray out there. But do you know what? That is just a minority of people. And it's like now, you know, especially at this present moment, I'm 54. At this present moment, I'm like, okay, my life's changed because I lost my husband a year ago. So there's so much going on with me at the moment. And I'm like, no, I've got to embrace who I am because, do you know what? Nobody else is going to come and live my life for me. And there are really good things about aging because, you know, you cut the bullshit out, (laughs) literally about, you know, you don't care. I don't care what people think of me. You know, I am a plus size and I'm so happy with them because I'm, you know, there's nothing wrong with me at this present moment. You know, I try and look after myself. Yeah, I'm a little bit overweight, but that's something I'm working towards. And the only downside to that is it takes longer to lose weight, but yeah. when you've kind of neglected your body, it takes longer. But it can be done. So I've seen women do it, that real women, not just I'm not, not talking about your stars and everything, because they've got a whole, you know, they've got a whole team of people behind yes, them. they have a team. We don't have that. No. We've got kids, we've got family, we've got ourselves to look after. So we have to kind of embrace it in
0: the way we can do best for us that's it and i i always talk about this i always talk about that that line between <sighs> self improvement and self acceptance like you know 100%. what I, I, and and i and i try every day to kind of walk that line between because sometimes you can get swayed either way you can be like oh you know what I'm gonna let myself go I've I've been slim I'm not size 10 anymore and I don't care I'm gonna eat donuts every day because it makes me happy obviously that's (laughs) not great either you know that's no but but then there's a you know you don't want to then feel bad about yourself while you're working on yourself so I just it's a really fine balance I found you know it is 100% because I'm just saying do you know what
1: we can do everything everything is in moderation I've learned that word moderation very late in my life but I've embraced it you know after the 40s it's nowadays it's like it's all about fitness you have to look good yes you do look to have to good but you know what rather than looking good it's about your how you feel the strength you know it's all about strength and stuff like that it's something I neglected for years and years and years mm-hmm. I used to get to the gym I used to do all that stuff my upper body was quite strong now it's just like oh my god and again going through the menopause that doesn't freaking help us either so as women our bodies just evolve, like from, you know, from being a child to being a teenager, our emotions, you become a mom, you know, our bodies changes, you know, we start periods at a certain age, some people, you know, they're starting younger and younger, nine and 10, you know, that changes your body, and then when you get older, the menopause, and I'm like, the aches and pains, and I'm not going to lie to you, you know, there are times when you go through, and I just can't, I just can't get off the, I can't get off the sofa, but what I've, really realize that I can do is like do you know what I'm going to stay on that sofa I don't need to move if my body's telling me don't move don't move have yeah. a duvet Netflix day have a marathon yeah and it's accepting it
0: I mean on that note of being honest about yeah. aging and the pros and cons and these things that happen and obviously we're here to talk about positive aging but le- yeah. we've got to be honest right I mean you know it's not always like you know it's it's not all a bed of roses because there are some things right. which you know, happen which are part of aging and it's about that whole acceptance and it's difficult. Like what what would you say with you, like what would you say was difficult to accept about either like just internal aging or, you know, your appearance?
1: I think it was um I think it's how other people saw me. You know, that was really kind of again, you know we talk about you want to be desired, you want to be lusted after. Mm. You know, um, I was very fortunate that I was married to my husband for 36 years. And I always used to, you used to have this laugh. I, goes, I used to ask these stupid questions, goes, do you really still lust after me? And he's going, oh, she's or now. <laughs> and it's it's and I'm like, I just what I don't want. I want to be attractive. I want to be attracted to him. I want him to be attracted yeah. to me after so long. And now, do you know what? That was probably one of my biggest fears, not being attracted. But, you know, him, him not being attracted to me. But it what it wasn't like that at all, and it's you know when you've been in a partnership for so long because I've been with him since the age of kind of seventeen, and we kind of grew up together, and it, it does everything go south. I'm not lying to you, you know. Of course they do. You're, <laughs> you know things after after having ki- after having <coughs> kids and everything, you know. Sometimes you know again when we talk about it, like with through menopause, you have dry spells. You know, you're not your cycles, not things, and and I'm like. I don't, and that—that that was one of the things. They're like, "Oh my god, I—I I don't want to lose that. I don't want him to go anywhere else. I want him to be with me," kind of thing, you know. And it, those were the fears. That, for me, that was the biggest fear. I
0: mean, this, I'll be honest. <laughs> I totally understand because you know I've—I've I've been with my husband for twenty years, uh, and yeah. there are benefits. There's pros and cons of obviously meeting someone um, at that age because oh, yeah. obviously then yeah. they're like in love with you so much so that they're like they will accept these things and, and hopefully won't notice the things going south right but then also exactly. you think, but then also so there's that and that's good and you can be like Do you know what I'm wearing like a raggedy dressing gown and you know yeah. uh, my hair's greasy but I'm still gonna get some tonight okay so there's that there's that there's that but then there's, then there's also where you think oh no but I was really young and hot when I met him and now yeah. I'm not. And he has he still got this image in his head that, oh, no, where's this young girl with a the, with the, with the waist? Exactly. But again, don't forget, they change. I know. Right? But I, which is why I don't know so why we're why, saying this about us. Exactly.
1: Why, why do we, why as women, do we think it's all about us? Why do we have to keep the maintenance? You know, they, they can kind of grow these pot bellies and all that kind of stuff. They don't that go through midlife crisis as well, They do. You know, they as, do. as well as women, men go through it as well. And I'm like, cause I used to watch him do that. I'm like, yeah, he's, uh, is he seeing somebody else? Is he doing this? Is he doing it for me? You know, you stop, because those are the things that really kind of matter to me. Yeah. And I'm sure women of a certain age, anybody over 40, 45 will start thinking long-term
0: you yeah you and this is natural to have these thoughts and I'm glad you've said it for me yeah. I think one of the things that I'm noticing recently is like um is my hair like I've always had quite fine hair like thin hair and you know like because my mom's had my mom's side of the family have got very thick hair and my two sisters right. have gone on that side yeah. and I've always had um like hair you know my dad's family's hair my dad is bald let's say but he's but but I'm not talking about him because he's a man um the (laughs) the women in his family very fine very thin hair and so I didn't have that much to lose in the first place I was very kind of like oh my god I need to keep hair. yeah and now it's I'm finding like you know at the front of my hair I'm finding it's getting thinner and it's and I'm recently like kind of freaked out by like oh my god like is this the future for me like am I gonna have like two bits of hair because (laughs) <laughs> because hair it's never gonna happen it's but, never gonna happen but then because hair is a symbol of femininity as well isn't it oh you know your crowning glory so it does you do feel like that and I think um you know like you know number one childbirth childbirth affects your hair a Pages lot and 100%. then obviously menopause. So I think I'm coming up to perimenopause now, mm-hmm. and, I, and, now I'm, and I'm now i ready for it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know. So I had a little thing about, oh, no, I don't want thin hair. Is this what's going to happen to me? <laughs> so,
1: um, <laughs> Do you know what? With that as well, I'm just saying, you know, there's so many people out there that actually talk about the menopause and the hair loss and all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely I would say to people is go to the don't. At the moment with menopause, everyone's on the bandwagon yeah okay everything's just happening all around like menopause this menopause that go to the people who actually talk about menopause and who actually live it breathe it you know you you will get hair loss you will get all that the fine hair and all that kind of stuff as well but it's okay but there's things we can do we can take supplements and stuff like that to help help us just maintain what we've got so that's yeah it's like with me i started like with when you talk about the hair hair is a woman's like you said the crown and glory if my hair's not right i don't feel good i've over two years uh, it's coming up to about 18 months now I ditched the dye and I'm like because it's for me and Pete do you know what stupidly people think I've done it because my husband's passed away and I'm like I'm doing it for me I did it while he was here
0: yeah
1: I only used to color my hair twice a year because I didn't want going through my hair that's my personal thing but it has to look good still yeah so well that but- doesn't matter I'll have it mm-hmm. cut I'll have it like you know Oh, again, it's not vanity. It's something I feel passionate about to say, right, I need to have it, like, you know, the slick and all that kind of stuff, get treatments in my hair. So when I go to my hairdressers, right, I said, no more colouring, but get some nice kind of conditioner and all that, the pampering.
0: Yeah. Get the So that's important. In there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, you know, age gracefully. It doesn't matter whether you're, what colour. Go pink. If you want to go pink, go pink. Who is there to stop you other than yourself? It's... <laughs>
0: You know, it's damn if you do, and
1: damn if you don't do things, right? So, just give us something to talk about.
0: Yeah, I mean, but the hair thing, right? And back to what I was saying. uh, You know, I just wanted to put it out there that I, I, um, I think I am on this little journey myself with my hair, like as in, like, so I've started taking these supplements and stuff, and I've been talking to friends and other friends have, you know, me and my friends who are the same age, we speak about this kind of stuff, which is really nice. You See, say? we
1: didn't have that. Yeah, we didn't. I was going to say that we did. I didn't have that. You know, people were still my my age range. People still didn't want to accept that get, getting older. It's better now. Ten years on, mm-hmm. in my forties of uh, people just don't didn't talk about aging. To, people didn't talk about what we're going through about our hair. It's all about how good do we look when we go out. Yeah, it's what we're going to wear. But now, do you know what? With you guys and stuff, it's just so amazing. And I think talk amongst ourselves it's amazing i think we're all talking more and more and embracing it because you know what you're not going through we always think it's just us yeah but everyone's going on that journey so the, the more we talk the more we
0: share the more we learn i know and and you know what to share things like it is a little bit embarrassing sometimes like i don't want to be sitting here oh. saying oh my god you know i'm like half bald at the front and i feel really bad about it and you know i portray this strong woman image which i am but you know there are these little insecurities, so I'm like, I don't actually like. Number one, I don't care that much that it's gonna um, control me, that I'm gonna feel bad every day about oh my god, my that thin way. hair if it doesn't grow back, right? You know. Um, and number two, somebody else might be thinking the same thing, you exactly. know. Exactly. And it's okay because so- some celebrities have spoken out about it, and that's nice as well.
1: Exactly, and do you know what? It again, we talk, we look at media. We so look at media and what they're doing and stuff like that. You know, again, celebrities are getting so much better, like talking about the real thing. There's some out there, you know, I was uh, watching Kate Winslet about certain things. I know it's all about uh, on television and all that kind of stuff about um, child safety and what's going out there and stuff like that. But they are getting more real with it now as well, where before in the past they didn't talk about it. But now it's about the skin, how their skin is under all that makeup. Um, I'm trying to think who It was a Drew Barrymore do you remember there was a time when she just went totally naked in, on her face and stuff like that with all the imp- imperfections and stuff like that but she was happy to do all that and I'm like so if they can do it I think we as especially as South Asian women as well because we are taught that we have to look a certain way yeah
0: and, That's and, and pretend because we don't yeah, exactly. yeah pretend
1: everything's fine and do you know what <laughs> you're like that swan the graceful swan and you're just kind of underneath it you're just kind of you know, you're just peddling Paddling away, but that's away. your mm-hmm. life. This is your life underneath it, with all that chaos and everything else. Because we go out and we have to kind of look a certain way. But I think it's getting better with age. Now women are embracing it a little bit more.
0: I think well, so. with the people
1: I hang around with as well <clears> so to say, you know, they're not crazy. They are. I mean, I can happily go out in my tracky. You know, I'm like, I'll sit here. Okay, I've got a top on underneath. There, I've got tracking buttons on. <laughs> okay, that's the kind of things we do, right? Yeah. This is what social media's done to us. So you still have to look, put a bit of lippy on. You're all right. <laughs> but that's how I feel. I could quite easily go like totally, I've, you know, I've done um, Zooms and stuff. I've gone with no makeup and my girls are going, good on you, Mom. You know, when you've got girls as well, you kind of want to help them along a little bit to say, do you know, it's okay to just be you. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't have to be that perfect person. And I was out trying to be that perfect person. I'm like, out with it now.
0: I'm going to, I'm out there raw. Yeah. It's so true with girls. I've got three girls. And so I, um, I really do feel that even, even like, because my kids have got um, really thick curly hair, right? And so we, you know, we talk about hair a lot in our house and we do hair and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then we, and then they, they sometimes go, oh, mommy, poor you, yeah? so thick <laughs> okay, so And I don't, I don't even feel bad about it. Like we actually laugh about it. And then I go and I'm like, yeah. And I like, do you know what? I was like, if I lose any more, I'm just going to put a nice colorful head, like, head wrap on. I'm going to put some yeah. false eyelashes on and I'm going to rock it. <laughs> That's what I said to them. And I honestly believe that. And because and, I'm not, I you know, obviously we all have insecurities, but I'm not going to, I, I have to show my kids all the time. It's that okay. It's all right. Like, you know what? You're going to be all right. And it's all right. And you just be the best that you can be. So I, I have to really embody those values that I'm trying to teach them.
1: Oh, 100%. And, it, you know, it's just, when you look at the whole jigsaw, it's just a part of a jigsaw puzzle. Our life is a jigsaw. And it's just a piece of it. So if you start, if that one thing's not fine, it's okay. You know what? You yes. can still see the full picture. So it's kind of explaining it. You know, when I do my talks <laughs> and stuff like that, I explain it to parents and stuff. I said, it's, it's a, we're, we're a jigsaw. It's just that, like, take that one bit away, but you can still see the whole thing. It's fine if the middle's missing, it's okay. But you've got the full picture.
0: And it, we don't
1: have to, again, we don't have to be that full jigsaw.
0: Mm. I I actually um I just want to go back to one thing that you said which was um growing old gracefully so we hear that term a lot now some people use that term to in a way which I'm not sure about like it's as in like oh why are you dying your hair go grow old gracefully why are you even doing your hair grow old gracefully it's like okay do you know what I still want to feel good about myself so whatever what does that mean to you growing old gracefully okay so to me, it's just like you know, it's it's accepting me as a whole. I've got friends
1: who are not ready to ditch the die, and do you know what? That's fine because that's them. They go do you know what? Do, do you know what I mean? I can do everything, but I'm just not ready to. And my age, right? Not ready to die. And I'm thinking that's okay. That's you, and that's again gracefully and slowly, slowly somewhere along the line. For me, it's like look at me, look at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, do you know what? You're still so gorgeous. I don't need to impress anybody else. I'm I'm doing it for you. So I point to the mirror and said, "I'm doing it for you." I love that. And nobody else. And you've got to do that. And as children. We have to teach them as well to say, "Do you know what? It's okay. Look at me. Yeah. I, I like the way I look." And to me, it, when you grace age gracefully, it's like, "Yeah, I need to look after myself." I need to look up my diet. I need to look my drink because obviously you can't take as much as you could in your 40 you know, thirties, forties, and fifties. Mm-hmm. So somewhere, like sleep's becoming so important to me that I, I just kind of took it for granted. I thought, yeah, can okay, you go to bed four or five hours? But i I'm trying to get so I'm trying to work my way up to eight hours sleep a day, and it's working every night. So slowly, slowly, I'm progressing. I'm like, but then my mindset, and it's again, you get to learn. Who do I want to surround myself with? You know, when you age gracefully, it's who do I want to surround myself with? Mm -hmm. What's my circle like? Do I want to kind of keep kind of keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing? No, I don't need to do that one. And you learn that with age. And you learn, you know, the wisdom comes and you're thinking, I don't need to go out every Friday night. I don't need to go out every Saturday night. I didn't do that. But I know that a lot of my friends, a lot of people I know who do that feel they still need to do it to keep young. Do you know what? I'll just go. I'll think, right, okay, I'll go out. I was out pretty much all weekend, and I'm like, you know what? I want to dance. I'll go and dance. If I don't want to do it, I'll sit at home with with my, you know, cup of of coffee and feet up and watch my Netflix. And that's me accepting myself as gracefully thinking, I can't do what the 20-year-old's doing, the 30-year-old's doing. I can't. I can't, you know, I can dance, but I'm like... I've got to go and sit down and I'm like, okay, I've had
0: enough now. Right? I'm going to have a little
1: sit down. And that's, again, accepting who you are, that you can't do those things that these young ones are doing.
0: And Yeah, and don't even feel bad about it, you know, I, I think. I don't, yeah. <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> you what should, what's your opinion on things like, um, you know, all this anti-aging stuff? So, So going from anti-aging creams that promise to get rid of your wrinkles to things like Botox?
1: For me personally, if that's for you, fine. I don't believe in any of that, the anti-aging and all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, you know, I don't say no to people who obviously when I see my clients and stuff like that, a lot of people want to still look good. You can still look good. I personally don't believe in Botox because you know what? What are you doing? What chemicals are going inside inside you? What What's a long-term damage to your skin care? You know, a good moisturizer a good um, skin routine, you know, a good skin, skin. But I would say invest in good products. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know, you some products you can, own, you just, they're expensive, but you use a tiny bit. So I am like, you know, I do my facials, you know, I go for facials because that's my self-care. And I'm like, I want to still keep it youthful and shiny for me. But, you know, uh, uh, these anti-ageing stuff, I just think people just go onto the bandwagons. And when they, when you see the adverts, they're they're not on older people, they're on younger models. Yeah, okay, they are. That's one of my biggest gripes, <laughs> one of my biggest gripes, like, you can't, a 60-year-old and a 40-year-old cannot, they don't look alike, the skin's not like because our texture changes as you get older. You know, your skin done your skin does lose the elasticity, it does lose the um glow sometimes. But this is where you've got we've got beauticians who will kind of you know manipulate it, reawaken it. You know, I've just discovered gua sha, and it's one you know, it's one of those, um, I think it's a Japanese method or Chinese method that it just gives you it's therapeutic. And I use that those kind of things, you know, with the oils and that. When you're just sitting there, just like gracefully, it's just like it's like a razor. I don't know mm. if you've come across those, if you've come across it, But they're great. Absolutely great to use. Because it's that like, drains all you know, the lymphatic notes and all yes. that kind of stuff. It kind of <clears throat> pumps all your face up again, it just brings it alive. Is it a massage? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's just like it's just it's like I've got a jade kind of a stone. It's like a jade stone. A Bit of oil, whatever you use on your face, and just gently do it. There's there's so many women out there who actually do that, and I had it done for the first time with a uh, Kieran who's uh, who's a ther- you know who's a uh, therapist and stuff like that, and she was doing it, and I just loved it. So I had to just get one, and I think I've got my nieces on it. I think my my daughter's using it, but it's more kind of relaxing, mm. and it kind of do you know it just tightens your skin and keeps it tight, and it's not chemical.
0: Yeah. You, you can Natural actually uh, like a facial can do a lot of good like I, I oh. only recently have gotten onto this and yeah, I've yeah, had yeah. a couple of facials recently and honestly they were even when I was washing my face it was like oh I can you know it feels nice so I I just think even a facial can make a big
1: difference oh 100% I'm just you know I think I, I wish I knew a lot of this earlier I had a fairly good skin routine but I wish I'd known it earlier but it's never too late and again, do you know that's when when I talk about yes, I go raw and all that kind of stuff, but there's certain things that make you feel good inside. And that's what it's all about. When you kind of get older, you want to feel like I said to you, you know, I always say I'm looking good for myself. I do things, I've done everything for everybody else. Now it's my time, sit back and realize. It's quite funny because this is how I go for it like obviously I've missed my husband a lot so sometimes I'm crying I'm like okay Mina that's enough crying because you're going to get black, black circles under your eyes and you don't want those <laughs> so you know it's those
0: self-talks you it's you said it's just been a year since your husband passed away yeah. that is not a long time or you know no, no how are you
1: doing I'm okay I think look this is a person I went to bed with every night woke up to every morning. And it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It is really hard. But because the type of people we were, we've I've had a lot of losses, like young, bro- you know, my brothers have passed away young and stuff like that. And we've always spoken about that. Look, it's going to come to all of us at one stage, sometimes early, sometimes late. He was only 56. Um, and he got leukemia because we'd spoken about it. Even through his treatment, he goes, we don't know how this is going to go. Because obviously we read statistics and, you know, you read all the percentages and stuff like that, He goes, But what I want you to know is like, you know what? You live on. I don't want you to become like any other woman sits back and not, you know, do what you want to do because you've got a purpose. Because we were going to do this business, my coaching business. He was kind of my, he was the one kind of pushing me gently from the back. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've got to continue it now. One in his legacy. And secondly, there's a message to go out there to say you know what doesn't matter what society think you've got to do it for yourself and I want to live and I'm like I could live another 30 years I could actually live it doom and gloom or I want to kind of get out there and I want to live the life that I've still been promised because it's precious it can be taken away tomorrow yeah and that's how I look at that's how we both looked at life to say you know doom and gloom it comes hand in hand, because you got to be, be coming hand in hand. So, you know, whenever, you know, when I feel like I don't want to do anything, I want to kind of have that one day to myself and switch everything off, just sit in front of like, you know, obviously the Christmas movies are on at the moment. So Christmas is really hard because it was our thing, movies and all that kind of stuff going out into London. So I've not been there for about three years, but I'm going to venture out into go the light. So little things like that, there are triggers, but I'm learning how to live with those triggers because my grief is very different to other people's griefs. If they've lost their, you know, people have lost their brother, son, all that kind of stuff. My, my daughters have lost their father and stuff. Their grief is very different to my grief. So I just say, you know, just embrace it in the best way you can possibly do. But don't forget you, that person's gone. If by you feeling the way you do, it's going to bring them back, carry on. But if that's not going to bring them back, you've got to once, you know, one step at a time, go and do things. Go and just live your life. Get out there a little bit. Have your down days. Mm-hmm. And that's how, that's how I cope. And my biggest, um, my tool is journaling. Right. I journal every single day. I write my gratitude to say, look at the life I had with him. Look what we did together. Look at the traveling. Look at, you know, so you, I'll always look at not what I don't have, but look at what I've had. And I think that's kind of a key. When you get older, you start appreciating a little bit more
0: and and it sounds like you you did have like a you know a beautiful time with him for yeah. a long time which is which some people don't get to experience even no at, at any point no, in no
1: but then i'm just saying to women if you haven't had that do you know what go and live yeah go and do it now you've been given you know there's always a way to turn to turn things around for yourself to say okay i didn't get what i wanted but do you know what i've been granted this life and society, like I, I keep saying, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Society is going to keep judging you regardless of what you do. I'm out and I went, so I did my first talk. He passed away in February, sorry, in September. I did my first talk in February because I'm like, it's now or never kind of thing for me. But that's the kind of person I am. But if somebody who hasn't had the opportunity, you know what? You have got a second life. You're going to live. Why not make the most of, do things that you couldn't do before?
0: absolutely because you know one of the things that we were talking about is you know those things about getting older and accepting and things like that um, but then I think you know like for some people it's difficult to accept because if life hasn't gone a certain way you know maybe you got married got divorced or you you know you haven't found the person, the right person. That you wanna you know you haven't found the right person yet you haven't made the family you want to have and now you're going through the menopause they're difficult things to then accept aren't they
1: Oh, 100%. And it is again, take time for yourself. Don't rush into it. Do you know, it's quite funny because I was kind of having a laugh and say, if I was to go dating now, I'm like, what the hell? What am I going to do? You know, I don't want to be on my own for the rest of my life because me and my husband had a pact on that kind of thing. You know, he always used to say that. I said, oh, you know, you'll give me six months. He goes, darling, maybe three months because you know what? I can't look after myself. <laughs> so he would have, so that would have been acceptable, right? that he, if he got another woman, it's just choice I'm making. I'm like, if I'm going to, you know, I talk about this quite loosely. I talk about it with my girls and stuff like that so as well to say, I wouldn't know where to start. I would not know where to start. We had an arranged marriage. We were put together. Right. So then we, we, we were very blessed that we worked really well together. You know, every, and every relationship, ha- we, is a roller coaster. I'm not saying we were plain sailing. We hated each other at times, you know, and it is that, but it's how you work through it. So I'm not saying, you know, it was absolutely fantastic. But now it's like, okay, I'm 54 now. Who the hell is going to date me? Right. I have my own set ways. And one good thing is I know what I don't want anymore in life. So when you get when you cast me that question about um, about aging gracefully. But, you know, the pros and cons, the, the, the pro side of it is I know what I don't want anymore. But do you know what, whoever I'm gonna date is gonna have come with baggage, right? Yeah. Sounds awful to say, but we're all got I've got back we're all gonna have some sort of emotional baggage. Where, you know, we've asked either divorce, lost partners, you know, that kind of stuff. Again, it, and that's one thing I do fear that I don't want to be on my own for the rest of my life, but I've got to find the right person who's gonna tick my boxes. Yeah. And until that person ticks the boxes I want, there's gonna be nobody in my life. And that's going to be the hard one, because yeah. I'm again. I don't want to have the life I had before. I want a different type of life.
0: But then you can't repl- replicate that life, can you? No, and so I don't it's...
1: want. That's exactly what I'm saying. I don't want to replicate that life. I want a new. I want new. I want new things, and mm. because do you know what? By default, you'll, the comparison will start. Yes. Sadly, it will. So whoever I'm going to be with has to accept that I've got to accept them. They've got to accept me. So dating's it petrifies me, absolutely. That if you, you know I'm a confident woman with so many things, but again, it's just like, oh my god, how's how's this going to work?
0: You know what though? Like <laughs> well, I've, you've told me all this, you know what you've been through and 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 loss, and you're still you know coming to terms with everything. But then I, I actually love the fact that you're open to this kind of thing. Because, and that you're, you know, you're talking about it because we're South Asian. Nobody, you know, as a widow, a South Asian widow, what are you supposed to be doing? What are you supposed to be doing? Just sitting there. I know,
1: exactly. And I'm like, do you know what? I'm still very youthful and I feel youthful. So I want to be youthful. I want to keep my youthfulness going forever and ever. But what I don't want is I don't want people telling me what to do. I want to be doing it myself. And this is probably the first time I've actually spoken out about doing the next stage in my life mm. not wanting to be alone but if nobody wants to be on their own and it is quite hard and i accept that whatever i had before i probably won't get but there are certain things that i do want in my life i still want you know when i got you know i did a solo travel as a, as an older woman so um, a couple of months in october i went away i did a cruise on my own totally on my own and i'm like this is weird i did i did i thought this is weird but i had to do it for me how was it
0: though apart amazing. from weird moment. amazing was it <laughs>
1: but the weird well right so basically my i t- took my journaling that was great um first night i had dinner on my own because i didn't know anyone and then the second night they had like singles to mingle whatever it is i'm thinking okay let's go and try this one out and see what that's all about <laughs> but then you know there were there were more women and i wasn't there looking for anything else i was just like if i don't if i don't find people to, to eat dinner with I'll do it on my own and I've got to start accepting me as me. So I've done the cinema on my own. I've done the theatre on my own. And I've been for a meal on my own because I just wanted to kind of do those things and thinking, what is it like for people who I've had this all my life? I've had I've been with somebody from a very young age. How do people look at you? So a bit experimental one for me and how people are with you. But the cruise was amazing. If anybody's single out there, in of a certain age or anyone, cruise is the greatest, the greatest thing because you can do as much as you want or as less as you want. You can go and hide away in your cabin. But I was just like, because I took my journal in because there's always little library areas and stuff like that. I just sat there, got a drink, just watched the sea, and I'm like, do you know what? Got my headphones on, listen to my, you know, Bollywood music, my all my romantic tears are still streaming because it's songs that we probably listened to together. Or you know, George <laughs> Michael comes on and I'm like, oh, but. You know, you, you've just got to let it all out. I'm saying don't suppress it. And it's okay to go away on your own. Literally is like, just just take the plunge. Anybody and I'll, I think for a solo, for somebody to solo, solo travel at any age, it's just, it's mind blowing and it's great. Do it. It's mm. one thing I would say, do it. Even um, It doesn't have to be a cruise. Even go away for a, a one night stay. If you've never done it, Go away for a one night stay in the UK somewhere, but a little bit away from home. Because that's what I did in February. I did. I went Google two hours away from where I live. I want the coast. And it came up with i and never heard of that place. So it's near kind of Portsmouth way. So I went there, got an Airbnb. I stayed, spade, spent a couple of nights. And I'm thinking, if I don't like it, I can always drive back home. So I had done that then. And I'm like, if I don't do this now, I'm never going to go on my own. Mm. So. I do I, I, is it quite empowering
0: in a way to do that?
1: It is 100%, 100%. And I know not everyone can do what I can do, but I'll always say surround yourself with the right people. If there's people sitting there just gossiping all day about who's done what, you know everyone talks about the daughter-in-law, talks about this, that, the other and all that kind of stuff. I I just keep away from it all now because it doesn't it doesn't do it's not for me. I've all I've had my fair share of all that. I don't I don't need that now. Yeah. And I think that again, you learn as you get older to say, you know, and they, 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 it does say that you just need five people in your life, and everyone brings something different to you. You don't need the big groups and stuff like that's what I learned. That you don't have to be everyone's friend anymore. You don't have to be going out there anymore. You know, we talk about FOMO. I think sometimes I get the JOMO, the joys of missing out, yes. and I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, yeah? <laughs> I love, I love that. Honestly, Oi, I'm so learning buzzwords. Great. Can yeah, you yeah. tell? <laughs> <laughs> i yeah, <laughs> Jomo is great uh now and then yeah. to just be like mm, no thanks you know i'm good i need to just take this time for myself so yeah i definitely agree with that um do you <laughs> have you ever experienced ages on me now
1: um even if i have i've probably just brushed it off i'll be honest with you. this is how i just don't look at it the only time i find ages and so bad. So recently, I, I've organically grown into a plus size model. Um, people have asked me to do photo shoots. Obviously, South Asian women. I've done one for South Asian representation, which kind of went global. Then I did another one with a a brand, or three of three Asian women, different age groups doing it. But that brand hasn't actually taken it on board. They love the pictures, but they don't want to put it out. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Again, this is a fashion industry. So, and then I, with models of diversity, they've kind of um asked me to do a photo shoot with it. It's all about ageism. So that's, on, you know, I've got a picture of that on my Instagram. It's women over the age of 40 from different backgrounds, different colors, race and everything like that as well, disabilities, um, all sorts of um, women. And it's, again, the fashion industry is huge, right? What they don't want to do, even they say, oh, either plus size or they say for the, you know, the L, el- not the elderly, but, you know, I'm trying to think of the word they use. Well, anyway, for a mature woman or whatever. But they put it onto younger models. They put all these clothes on the younger models or slimmer models for plus size. And I'm like, and that's really passionate about that. And I'm like, you know what, If whenever models at RSC ask me to say, Mina, can you do a show? Yeah, OK, I'll do it. And organically, I'm like, yeah, okay. So i, cross, I did do start calling myself. It's really hard at this age to say I'm a model,
0: but you are. You know, and, and, it, you know I saw I know, this I On social but media, it took one of the me things, a yeah.
1: while to admit it. Really took me a while to admit it because I'm like, what? What's everybody going to say? And a lot of this has happens after my husband passed away. So it wasn't right. before. This is all happening now, and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. This is this was all meant to be. And he, would, you know, he was on part of my first one. He goes, babe, just go and do whatever you need to do because I'm behind you. I don't care what anybody, as I'm really proud of you. My girls are really proud of me. You know, the family, the Xen family, everyone's really proud of me and stuff like that. But, you know, as long as you've got that backing of the person that you love the most, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go from strength to strength now because we have to embrace who we are because you know what? The warts, the scars, the lumps, the bumps, everything, there's a story behind our bodies. There's a story behind who we are. You know, if people if you're walking me down the street, they don't know I'm a widow. But do I need to go and kind of flash it to say I'm a widow? No, I hate that word. It's a title. You know, we give titles to everything.
0: It's a funny word. It's just a label, isn't it? It's very oh, much a label. A-, a widow. And like,
1: <laughs> uh, it's oh, st- like stereotypes
0: it. <laughs> about it.
1: Uh, exactly. And I'm like, fine, okay, that person's like, and it, it's. I didn't realise how bad it was until it until I had to actually, you know, you have to tick the next box, and I'm like, wow. That you know that that really hits you. Yeah. And then when you go from the box, you know the age brackets? I've gone on to the next box, and I'm like,
0: okay. Man, a those age brackets. <laughs> My God. When you get onto the next box, it's like
1: <sighs> I know, I know. And I'm like,
0: embrace it
1: you know the first time you see things you kind of go oh my god but i'm like that's me okay that's me and you've just got it thinking do you know what life's too short to be thinking about this kind of stuff you know we've we've got to really embrace it and me media is so bad and this is why i say to parents of young children just careful what you watch careful what you follow what do you bring into the house or how's it impacting your children and stuff like that you know if certain things impact me and i'm like Wow. You know, when I see when they say for mature uh, women and they put it on to young ones and I'm like, where is that? Why is that? That is so wrong. You should, you know, whatever you're f- ab- advertising. Do it with the right people, because there's so many people out there who fit your bill and mature women know how to dress. They know what they want. They don't want. And again, they probably
0: have the finances to buy your frigging clothes. Exactly. <laughs> Also, I, I, there's there's another extreme where they um, they'll advertise things for mature women that are like so old and like so oh. unstylish, and you're like, what is this? You know, like you it's, know, a Mother's it's Day something like, your granny's, something, yeah, you know, like you're talking about the. The old people would
1: wear like in their eighties, nineties. I'm talking about old English women. Yeah,
0: that's what old English ninety-year-old grandma. Apparently, on yeah. Mother's Day, we're supposed to all get things that an old English eighty-year-old, ninety-year-old grandma would wear and do. So, for example, you know they're trying to sell all these things like I don't know, like a uh, flowery <laughs> tea towel sets and or like know. you know, <sighs> if I gave my mum a flowery <laughs> flower pattern gardening kit for Mother's Day. She'd kill me. She'd be like, "Excuse me, could you not have bought me a Mac lipstick? What
1: the hell?" I know, I know <laughs> exactly. That, do you know what? I would do exactly the same. And I'm like, "Don't buy me present. It's okay. I'll go. And find- I will go and find my own."
0: <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. <laughs> there are times. Uh, this stereotype, like, are all older women supposed to like just tea towels and gardening? Like, <laughs> sorry.
1: No. No. But no. do you know what? This is where I think our older women who are in their saris—they're on
0: trend. Yes, they are.
1: And Honestly, when you when you start imagining these old uh, masses and them like, not drink, drink, wearing their saris, they are on trend. Everything's they, matching.
0: Everything's matching, and they will say, "Evergreen, this is evergreen," and they will, exactly. you know what I mean? Oh, this sari is evergreen. It was My silk sari that I got when I was twenty, I'm still rocking it now. And they will do that, and that's their eighties. Really, yeah, they will do that. Even um, you know, my my grandma, my naniji. She looked on point all the time. All like, the time. Yeah. you know, you know where we um, lived in Coventry, like the Indian shops there, like everybody knew her because she was loved to shop for fabric and jewelry and stuff. And, you know, always on point with the bags, the shoes. She, you know, it was just really nice to see that was. And then, do you know what? What it is is media again. They didn't look at, they didn't watch media. No.
1: They looked at themselves in the mirror when they were putting their saris on. They were looking at themselves like the balloo has to be absolutely right. The matching blouse, the bangles, you know, e- even like the hair, you know, with the jewelers on the back of the hair yep. and stuff like that. You know, then they were dyeing their hair and stuff like that, thinking, no, we want to still feel youthful. And then, you know, they were introduced to the lipsticks and all that kind of stuff. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, do you know what? When I look at our women, I think our women are a lot better than how um, society we all see it now. I've probably got more pressure on me than. My mom had, my mom was like, I'm going to go and get Marks and Spencers. I only wear Marks and Spencers bras and knickers. And I don't want to buy it from anywhere else, like cardigans. And it has to be Swarovski jewelry. Bless her, she's no longer. But I've, I've inherited all of her Swarovski jewelry. And I'm like, oh, I'm loving this. And my kids are going, oh my god, look at this. This was all nannies. I said, yeah, but she was on, she was always on trend. Like, the, you know, the blouses. Mm-hmm. She'd want to go to Next or Wallis. I'm like, mom, you're in your late, you know, you're in the 60s. She goes, I don't like any. And then she would just turn her nose. She would literally turn if she she saw something oh, that's for old people
0: <laughs> my mom my mom says that and, and I think when I look at my mom because she looks young yeah. in her attitudes and stuff yeah and I'm like mom that's for old people I'll say to my mom who's in her mid-60s I'm like no mom that's for old people it's not for you yeah don't worry about it mom <laughs> you are still <laughs> that's what,
1: yeah that's what I'm saying because again we don't want to do what society is telling us we're mature enough to go against the girl we can be the
0: rebels you know we can be rebels now we can and I mean I'll come back to that in a minute but also, (laughs) this this thing about the South Asian women right one thing that I think is a cultural thing as well is that the whole getting older thing there's um you know like people are looking up to you for the advice and the wisdom and I really think that generally in our families not everybody but generally and not just South Asian families, but a lot with South Asian families, the older people will have a kind of beyond some pedestal thing because it's like, oh. you know, they are the the Siyane, the wise ones in the family. You know, we're kind of going to get everything approved by them and yeah, yeah, go yeah. to them for advice and things like that whenever you want to. And that's a really um, kind of special place. Like sometimes I freak out slightly where I'm like, God, I'm the grown up now. I am the actual grown-up. And that I find a bit like, oh, what was I just not like 20 the other day, like leaning on my mum and dad for everything and still acting like I was 12 when I was 20. And now it's like, I am the grown-up, you know, I've got children and, it, and you know, that is daunting, but then it's settling into that role, right?
1: It's embracing that role. Again, you know, like I said, to, as women, we have our roles changed so many times. You know, it, you know, the men stay as they are. They don't change. Their roles don't change. Women's roles... Con- consistently changing our lives you know from, from the daughter you know we're from a very young age you're taught that you're going to be somebody else's daughter yada yada, yada you know all that kind of stuff that all goes on mm-hmm. um you're going to get married and, and all that kind of stuff you yeah. know it's always going to happen again then we become um we can become wives We become daughter-in-laws We become moms how many times how many hats do we how many hats do we change and now again for my life i've got to keep the reputation of my husband going so the, yeah. do you know that that kind of thing is like oh my god that's not and it is not that people are putting on me it, do you know sometimes I have to think about it thinking oh shit i yeah, it's not here you know because I'm do, I'm still continuing with my life as I used to continue it but sometimes that reality kicks in. I'm like shit you know s- silly little things like red's my favorite color and always used to have red lipstick red nails I've just not every time I go to the, to get my nails done and stuff like that I'm like the, the people knew they want to kind of put their out and I said look it's I'm not ready yet I will do it because that's me that's my identity obviously you know I I couldn't wear the red saris and stuff like that but they might come in the future I don't Mm. know why can't you do that because I'm still a living I'm still living he wouldn't change his pink shirts if I was
0: gone do you you know he wouldn't put on his widower (laughs) widower grieving widower shirts (laughs) no exactly no there's no because there's no such thing (laughs) there's not
1: there's no such thing. So why why should it be different for a woman? Out And it's not a choice you make, you become this, is it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um.
1: <laughs> I think I've touched on quite like really taboo and I'm one of these people who will touch on taboo subjects because I'm like, we've got to go with what we're happy with god forbid the day i put the red nails on i'm like oh i have no idea how i'm gonna feel it's been over a year now because i've just gone like this is okay this is fine it will come i think it will will come come. i'm 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 manifesting it that it will come if it's not this if it's not next year it'll be the year after Mm -hmm.
0: the red (laughs) nails there yeah they're on the way um so what made you become a body positivity coach
1: Okay, so um, 2015, I'll, my husband and I, I was a bank manager. So my background is bank managing. So mm-hmm. I was bank manager, worked in the bank for 25 years. Um, we got the opportunity to go to Singapore in 2016. 2016, um, you know, you, you, when you're living here, you just carry on with life and stuff like that. I had time for myself because my kids were grown up, so It was just the two of us. He was working, I was at home. For the first three months, I just binge-watched, did whatever I wanted, did absolutely nothing because, you know... Everything and then, um, I started going out to the shops and stuff like that and started looking. Then, as soon as I walked into one of the shops, literally my foot wasn't even over the threshold. The woman's going like this, and I'm like, She goes, Oh, we haven't got your size, mm. like, okay. And it was really kind of like really hit me like it's never happened before. And it was a small little boutique, and it was literally like, you know, because I the language about whatever it is and she started doing that and I said but it's not for me She says, we don't have your size and I'm like okay and that kind of really got to me thinking and really got to me that really got to me and I did probably go went home and I cried about it but in the, where we were living and stuff like that because I'm you know I'm kind of slightly um on the voluptuous side I like to say um people are loving how I dress and stuff like that so then I met somebody out there who was a personal size. she goes Mina why don't you become a personal stylist for plus size women mm. so I thought great so i studied while i was out there studied that and i looked at colors as well but that wasn't fulfilling i could dress the women no problem that's fine you know but i just couldn't get i couldn't get the inside they were still not happy you know you can tell your new eyes you yeah. love the way you look <clears> but there was just that there was a sadness in the eyes and kind of got started to chat to somebody and it, and they started talking about how they didn't like the way their bodies and all that kind of thing was going so then i found a course and i studied and I qualified. When I came back to the UK, we were there about 18 months. I came back to the UK and I studied uh, body confidence and learning about the body and how does the body fluctuate, you know, through eating disorders, you know, everything's, everything's attached emotionally. And I found my calling to say, I've been through this. I've been through postnatal depression. You know, as women, we go through so much without realizing, we just continue, continue, continue. And I keep talking about this. All our emotions, we plaster up, plaster up, plaster up. It gets to a stage when the plaster's gonna go, right? And that's where all everything kind of happens. So then I started talking about it, and people were kind of opening up to me and said, Oh, I don't like this, I don't like that about my th-. as soon as I said I'm a body confidence coach, first thing I say, I don't like this, I don't like that about myself. And I'm like, I didn't even ask you. Why are you telling me? So I thought, right, there's a definitely a market here and people need this help and support. And do you know where it all stems from? It's it's not even what your insecurities are. It's what other people have said to you. Yes. So I do a lot of yeah. work with women now. It's like, rewrite your story. Forget what these people have said. You know, we'd look at the devil and the angel on your shoulders. How do you get rid of those? So, And I've, I feel the passion to say, I want every woman to kind of feel not insecure about themselves, but to carry their own swag, be who you are, be that individual. And I'm like, you know what, if I want to see the change, I've got to be the change 100%. and that's what keeps mm-hmm. me going. Yeah. And that's why to me, f- that's where it all started from because I abused my body when I was going through my post- postnatal depression, I was eating, I didn't look after myself and I just let myself go. Certain things I just can't change. But my mindset changes because it's definitely a lot of it. It's in your mind and we can change our, maybe we can change our bodies. Won't change like to, to become like that 20 year old. When I was like 17, 18, you know, I was told after wedding that, you know, somebody thought you were dark, you're big. You know, I was called thunder thighs, and I'm like, really? I'm 18 years old. And that's
0: so and impressionable, that age, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And that stays with you. That stays with you for the rest of your life. It does. But then uh, learning through what I did, I qualified, I've ditched all, I'm thinking, "Come me with thighs, come say it to my face now, you know, I'm not like, really ready for it. You know, I can sort of kind of throw things back, but then you don't because it's, you know, you're part of a family. You just don't say anything. You don't want to cause friction yeah. and all that kind of stuff, but that's how life goes on. And I just think every woman needs to embrace themselves bit by bit. Mm. And, and that's how I really got into body confidence. And, you know, people are taking note now to say we need to accept us for who we are. Because every scar tells a story. If Women don't have – some women don't even have mirrors in their house because they're too frightened of looking at themselves. So I teach how to look at yourself mirror bit by bit. And then I, yeah. eventually go naked and look at yourself totally and accept everything.
0: And, and it's, it is – um really surprising how many women don't want to look at themselves even with underwear no. on even with underwear oh. on in a mirror like oh no no I don't do that and stuff you know and you know even people I know in my family and it's and I'm like yeah. well you know what are you you're literally like beautiful like what are you talking about but they don't see it No, they don't I see it
1: because it's something's been said they do all the all the images they see totally people don't see that they you know they've all been kind of modified all that kind of stuff and that's where age comes into it and you learn about that with age you you learn to accept it some people can't but even simple things you will learn to accept about yourself because there's so much more about you than how you look it's the internal stuff
0: yeah and and that is so important that is you know everything we've talked about the looking after yourself dressing nice and things like that it is the mindset really the whole thing you know aging is it's about the mindset right exactly and that's why i say people my age and stuff like.
1: age is only a number age is only a number it's going to go up every year yeah <laughs> it's going to go up every year but how do you kind of say it's okay do you know what it's only a number i've got that attitude now i think okay 55 sometimes i forget so next year i'm like okay i'm 55 next year right what do i want to do i've just signed up to clown climb mount snowden or something and i'm like yeah yeah what have i just signed up for Oh, okay. Right, better get me asking to get and start working, <laughs> start working out. <laughs> Try and get my stamina up and mm. stuff.
0: But I but love the fact know, that you're still challenging yourself, and and that yeah. is what I think is really important. Because um, a few weeks ago I did this podcast episode um called "Things to Start Doing After You Ten 40. and then one of the things which I said on there was just keep challenging yourself because I think that is so 100%. important. You know, one of the
1: things I took on, one of the things I did while I was on my holiday on my solo trip, I wrote my bucket list. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I yes, yeah, so I started. I've, I've literally got the book here. I bought a book and it was, it's literally create your bucket list. And it is, it gives you loads and loads of ideas and stuff. Like, and I was ticking away and thinking, oh my God, I've done, 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 done. You don't realize how much you have done, but start making a bucket because I was kind of, you know, when you're in a couple, you don't know whether it's them, you or the children.
0: Yes. Oh my God. Yes. You're in there somewhere, forgot, but you're, you're, it's all joined together, right?
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, I, honestly, it took me a while to think, is that, is that food, i want to eat or was i cooking it for them because they liked it you know for it took me a good six months to realize that it was them not me i didn't like this but i ate it because it was there Mm. i made it because it was for them because they enjoy it so it's gotten second opportunity to live my life for me and who i am what i like what i enjoy doing and that's why i say to people embrace your age from a very young age learn we're going to get we're all going to get older we are going to get older. Death, age, everything comes together. But how do we live while we're in the present and embrace what we've got? Mm. And women sitting out there thinking they can't. Everyone can do something. It doesn't have to be so big. Do you know what? Literally going off on your own and having a walk on your own to somewhere different, drive somewhere, take the bus somewhere, go somewhere different on your own. That's a bucket list tick. I've been somewhere on my own to a different place on my own. Don't go to the same shopping center because you keep going to the same shops if you're going to, if you're a sainsbury person all the time do you know what mess it up a little bit either go morrison's or tesco's or somewhere that again is a challenge for some people and it's a great challenge to have
0: mm. mina thank you so much it's been so <laughs> so nice talking to you so if people want to find out a bit more about what you want to do so can you just share your social media handle please
1: yeah, so I'm a, it's Kamari underscore body confidence coach on um, Instagram and it's Kamari body confidence coach on um, Facebook as well. So just ping me. What I do is I do 30 minutes free discovery call because everybody who wants to have a quick chat, I'm offering free 30 minute call. So have a chat and see if there's anything I can help you because it's honestly, these are quick fixes.
0: You don't know it, but we can change life very quickly amazing so um yeah thank you for listening so yes there you have it aging like a boss and yes obviously there are ups and downs as we've talked about you know there's a menopause for women to contend with but you know as we've spoken about you know yourself more you should know your worth by now and then add tax on top of that even as well uh personally I feel like I haven't even peaked yet um I've just grown into my nose So I'm going to rock this look, this, I'm going to rock this for years to come. So just join me on that. Um, Yeah, get in touch in the comments and let us know what you think. Also share this podcast. And did I say it's my birthday this week? So why don't you do something nice for me and go to Apple Podcasts and write a nice review? Because that would help more people to find this podcast as well. And it would make my day. And if you're not already following at Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect on social media, then make sure you do already. Or there's a Mummy Imperfect Facebook page too. Until next week. Peace out, Benny. Bye.